Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. episode is brought to you by our patrons. Go to patreon.com slash effectsloop and you can join those wonderful people who support us. And we're trying to make wings and wings a thing. We want to do West Wing and eat hot wings. Right now, they've got uh, fire, what is it? The, the fiery Cheetos? Is it Cheetos or Doritos? It's the uh, Flaming Hot Doritos. I didn't know Flaming uh, Hot Doritos were a thing, first off yes okay um so that's the thing uh i saw it was really funny i saw like a a meme or a screenshot where like cheetos and doritos were talking smack and someone's like you're owned by the same company you're the same thing (laughs) yeah once once Uh, one's corn and the other one is well sort of corn and the other one's like puffed rice i'm trying to remember what cheetos actually are i thought it was corn is it just puffed corn I'm pretty sure, like the actual, like the the fluffy Cheetos. All right, hold on. What are Cheetos? Um, Cheetos. It's a crunchy corn puff snack. Mm. So it's all corn. You know, I saw something the other day where I saw somebody eating Cheetos with chopsticks, and I'm like, I need to do what? that. Yeah, I think that's like, are you are you any good with chopsticks? Um, n- very no like uh, three out of ten okay i can manage if i needed to but like if rice comes out you're like hell no give me a fork uh if the rice is prepared correctly it shouldn't be a problem Mm, depends what type of rice you're getting but yeah i mean if you're if you're eating like actual asian style rice it should be somewhat clump be able to clump you know what i mean again depends on the rice like a, a good fried rice doesn't always clump Okay, not fried, but like when I, I don't know, I probably wouldn't eat fried rice, but I'd eat the white rice. Okay. That clumps better. So, yeah, like, um, anyway, so like, you know how like oh, you yeah. eat that crap, it just gets like the oil in your fingers mixed with the, like that stuff just creates that like. Are you talking about the Cheeto dust? Yes. No, 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 no. That's the best part. Why wouldn't you want the Cheeto and the Dorito dust? I don't enjoy that that much. Oh, dude! I really I don't. Some ba- you're, I don't. you're you're like you're going next level Caucasian in this episode. Scott. How do you not like the Cheeto dust? I don't like. How I mean, I would do lines are... of Cheeto dust if they let me. I don't mind the dust. It's when it gets all gooey on your hand. Yeah, and then you put it in your mouth, and you're like, ah, it's so good. Yeah, it's just no, no, I'm good. Are you not? To, do you not like being somewhat of a messy eater? I'm not talking about like I, like I don't all like over the I face. don't like being a messy eater that, that at, is, at all. That is okay, that's yeah. that's probably what it is. Like I'm not a messy eater. I don't like to be a messy eater, but I definitely can like. Okay, how about this? Um, like if I need more than one napkin, I'm upset about the meal. Okay, so like if you were to order ribs, you prefer if there was sauce, you prefer prefer it to be on the side. Uh so ribs. Like, a well prepared barbecue rib in general has the bone exposed, so you don't actually get your hand saucy. Okay, 
But the other part is uh Well well that would be like a pork rib. Like a beef rib doesn't always yeah. have the bone expo- exposed. Yeah. The other I mean, the other part is like you can eat ribs with a knife and fork if you really want to. If they're well prepared. Have you ate ribs with a knife and fork? I have eaten ribs with a knife and fork. So my mom used to just make them in like a crock pot. So they'd just be falling apart and you needed a you needed a fork to like navigate that. You know what's a neat thing I saw? There was um Oh, I can't remember his name. It was a pretty big guy, pretty big name in barbecue. And he actually said if the ribs, if the rib meat is falling off the bone, they're overcooked. Interesting. Yeah. I um I usually do mine in my pressure cooker. And then I finish them off, like I sauce them, and then I throw them in my um uh air fryer to broil. Oh. oh, dude, have you seen the like do you know how to clean the air fryer? Have you seen the videos? No. What what, what is this? Okay, so uh, I saw a video. I kind of, I want an air fryer. Like, I really do want an air fryer because I feel like I'd use it. But, like, now that I saw how easy this would be to clean it. um, So, what they do is you just put, like, Dawn and Mm -hmm. water in the, like, air fry area. And you just put it in and cook for three minutes. Take it out, rinse it. It's almost spotless. So, the idea is you create a vapor. Pretty much. It's it's just like whenever I, I like, when I. I think you could do that with just, like, some vinegar and water would probably be probably do it too possibly the the i mean i would assume but don can take don, don will break oil down the, yeah we'll break down the fats yeah don can take oil off of a duck so like i mean you're set for anything <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's someone that was like i like look like i understand this could take oil off a duck yeah. i just needed to get this fucking crumb off like yeah. <laughs> highly uh, seriously for you i think you'd actually i so i have a uh air fryer that replaced my toaster oven Oh, really? So it's still a toaster oven. Like, it can do all that. Like, I can yeah. fit an entire DiGiorno pizza in it. Okay. Um, which is also nice because that doesn't heat up my apartment as much as, like, running my oven does. Yes. So I can still, like, make, like, a, a frozen pizza instead of ordering pizza because, I don't know. I, I'm i I'm getting like that where I'm like, I'd rather order it. I'd rather do a DiGiorno pizza than a lot of the takeout pizza places by me. I just like it better. I don't know. I'm getting weird. I still love the Red Baron brick oven pizza. Oh, those are good. Those are those are absolutely those are fantastic. Good and cheap. Yes. So whenever I first got, uh, whenever I first separated from the X, I I chowed down on those. I kind of lived off those in college. Um, I had one of those. I had a pizza cooker, which was basically <laughs> like a plate that just kind of spun around and then had like a little heater spot. Yeah. Which got stolen constantly when I lived in a fraternity. Um, it would just come back disgusting. I'm pretty sure a guy tried to smoke weed off of it at one point. Um. Oh, that would be impressive. It it would it's dumb, but yeah. Um it's it, it's amazing how some potheads, the only time they're inventive and get off the couch to do something is to smoke more weed. Anyway. Um God, ten out of ten can confirm. Yep. It's it's funny, I'm like so like yeah, legalize it's fine, whatever. Like I, I don't care. I'm not but I'm not gonna pick up smoking weed just because like I've seen those kind of people and i want nothing to do yeah with them. yeah but i it's, it's not like any of my friends who smoke i'm like yeah that's cool whatever but it's just like that type of person just pisses me off so and i want nothing to well do with i mean that's that's the same with like um i mean there's people who don't drink because of alcoholics but like i mean yeah. you can enjoy a oh, beer every I, once in a while i don't like being or... around drunks either you know so yeah. there's that yeah but i like i went out for drinks last night like i i have cocktail kits all over my house like i enjoy a drink so i'm not anyway 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Yours is just more geared towards uh, marijuana. It's just, I just had such negative experiences with so many mm-hmm. people. Oh, 100%. Yeah, completely understand. Um, Especially in like a formative years. Yeah. So, um, anyway, now that we've talked about food, drug laws, drinking, what's new with you, Diaz? <laughs> I actually got something brand new. Hey, not hey. even like... I was really excited. So my lady friend, um, she was, she did something really nice. Got me a gift card for Guitar Center, and um, that I was already eyeballing the Line Six DL4 Mark II, and that just kind of made it happen. Um, and I ended up selling my Blue Sky. So I got the DL4 Mark II because I have the Volante and I had the Wells, and I really I didn't have something that would do. Uh, reverse delay yeah actually that's one of my presets already yeah it's an awesome reverse delay and uh also the one thing there was a couple things that pushed me over the edge with the mark ii on wanting to get that is the built-in reverbs so i i did i really like that because i've got the flint which covers a lot of ground it really does but i needed something that could get that uh nice washy Mm -hmm. really heavy reverb and also the uh and the reverbs that are put on this are phenomenal. The particle verb is still one of my favorites. Is the dynamic hall on the um, DL4? One second. I'm looking at the cheat sheet right now. Because the, 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 the Line 6 came out with the dynamic hall on the, the Helix stuff, I don't know, yeah. a couple months ago? It was right before um, NAM, if I remember right. Or, well, there is not, when NAM there's was not a dynamic. There's not a dynamic hall. There is okay. a hall, though. Okay. So there's a room. There's searchlights, particle verb, double tank, octo, tile, ducking, plateau, um, cave, plate, Ganymede, G-A-N-Y-M-E-D-E, hmm. chamber, hot springs, hall, and glitz. I bet the plate sounds really good. Yeah. Um yeah it's it's really it's really great and then and all the modulation on all of those too right so like you can actually dial in stuff too yes there's so it tells you what the so each the reverb settings the tweeze controls the distance from the speak i don't know there's it's it, it's weird there'll be like pre-delay and there'll be all these other things you can well some in, of right? them have pre-delay so the tweak knob changes per reverb but the tweez, uh, oh no, the tweez knob doesn't change. That that sets uh, where the um, speaker is in relation to the cabinet, I believe. Speaker or something like is that. in relationship to the cabinet. Or not? I don't know. I can't. I don't know what they're trying to say with this. There's a box and a speaker-looking thing, and it says it has a box on the left and the speaker on the right with the arrow pointing to the right, and then it has them running. Looks like two different channels. Hmm. Uh, our direct box maybe i don't know i really don't know if it's a plate that could be like the reverb no but it's for all of them oh i'm gonna send you a picture and you see if you can decipher what the frick this means here um this is the dead air time where diaz has to focus on sending a text message yeah i'm still seeing buffalo wild wings yeah can we go back All again right. to white? That's a sauce. That should be a dry rub. Just throwing it out there. 
Um, yeah, flaming hot nacho, and and it's bogo. Buy one get one fifty percent off. It used to be fifty percent off. Now you have to buy one to get one fifty percent off. Yeah, so it's it's effectively what seventy. It's twenty five percent off wings then, <laughs> effectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting how like there's, it's it's like a box and what looks like kind of like a Doppler effect kind of a thing. Right. And the tweeze knob just, it's like, it's order or they're in parallel. It seems to be what it okay. is. Okay, yeah. All right, but like, so you've got that. And then you've got a bunch of delays. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole thing, too. How many delays you got? You got vintage, digital, crisscross, Euclidean delay. Are you, is that you? Are you enjoying the Euclidean? I guess you already have messed with that with the Volante, right? Um, I, I don't know. I've really, do you, ever, I re- do you ever mess with like the golden ratio stuff? Yes. Yeah, that's that's what Euclidean delays right. are. Then you got a dual delay of pitch echo, ADT. I don't know. I guess it's a safety thing. Um, duck delay, <laughs> harmony delay. You've got your looper, uh, heliosphere, uh, transistor tape, cosmos echo, multipass, Adriatic delay, elephant man, mm. glitch delay. And then you've got a bunch of legacy delays. See, had I not um, already gone to the Volante, I'd probably have been all over this. Like, I would have pulled my V1 out and put this down. But since I already swapped out that and I dialed it in, and then, I don't know, since all that's in the shelf or in the closet right now, I don't really even use them. Um, you, you know what's really cool, too, with a looper? Mm-hmm. Did, did you have Echo on the looper on the on the V1? No. There's sorry. There's echo on the on the looper. You got an echo. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. So that's that's been really neat. I've been like excited about that because that plus the mic input, you can really do a whole show with just that thing. And that's the whole thing. And you can and it and you can run the mic and your guitar at the same time. It's not like it's one or the other. And you can just balance them right there with that with that gain knob. Right. This is so this, it, it, it's really the busker's like new favorite tool as long as you can get this, power, but it runs on nine volts now. So, right. And that's the whole thing, too. You're not running. And one of the cool things that I like is you can add an additional fifth and sixth switch. And also, um, you can go into your global settings if you hook it up to the computer and you can have a looper all the time. You don't have to go to a looper setting. You can have a looper all the time and use it as a one switch looper. Can like you, a you, you can load up loops into it too. So you could like play mm-hmm. a back and track through it or something. Right. You can put a, a an SD card Yeah, and it's MIDI controlled. There's a whole lot. I'm not going to use it to its full potential, um, but there's just so much awesome stuff going on. And, I, and you have banks or a bank, I think. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's incredible what it can do at its price point. Right. $300. And it's legitimately, um, and, and the thing is, is how it, it's is take, the size on it? Um, hold on, I I've got an MM4 on my board. I, so I, I believe I, the width I, the width is close to the same, but, but it, the it, depth shorter, of it, yeah, yeah. Like, but de- in practicality, because like before we were like, oh, this is the old school pedals. Like these were designed to be on the floor by themselves. Now this one's out there, and you're tr- you put it on your big board, right? Or you're fooling it's, around with it there? I'm 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 fooling around with it just on the floor right now. Okay. And it's 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 honestly it's got like 
with the built-in reverbs this honestly should be someone's if someone's getting into the world of like messing with like delay as an as an instrument or as like a focal point in their sound mm -hmm. this is probably going to be this is going to be my first suggestion over the dd500 um timeline anything like that any of these other big box stuff because uh, unless you're wanting to like have a screen and see this stuff and really dive in super deep this Which, is fantastic especially with the looper and the built-in reverbs you you honestly like there i've just done made so many sounds that have covered all of my delay and reverb with just literally my guitar the dl4 into my focus right have you bought a midi controller yet i know you were looking at the pirate no. audio one I don't I don't want one. I had one. I had the Morningstar, which yep. is an which is amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, but I when I started getting into MIDI, I felt disconnected. It can be a and lot was a, to deal with. And it and it really it became more of a headache than I cared for. And personally, I'm just not for it. Hmm. So I, I have it simply set up just to run presets. And yeah. I, once I did the deep dive into, um, like doing co combo presses on the Morningstar. So like I actually set up a menu that would go to each, like it, it was just a menu. So you hit the, the left two. So both the top row and the bottom row left one mm -hmm. at the same time, it would bring up the menu. Okay. And then I could click any of the five pedals that I was controlling with MIDI yeah. at the time. And then I'd go into it. So it was like a tap, tap, like it was. It became very muscle memory really quickly for me. Um, oh yeah, and then I yeah, stopped but... thinking about it as much. But even still, like I, I talk about this with like I'm using this quad cortex. I set up a scene. I don't even set up scenes half the time, but I when I do, I think so. I get to think more about how I'm playing than like mm -hmm. hop in between effects. And I really I enjoy the freedom not thinking about my board all the time gives me. Yeah. More so than I can create this crazy sound on demand because I can really get by with like two or three sounds. Most, yeah, most weeks and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of uh, in the same way where I like, I mean, I I don't want to have to mess with a whole lot, but I do. When I got to MIDI, I didn't. I don't know. I did. I felt like where everything was programmed, I didn't have control to like twist knobs and like do. You know what I mean? It was just kind of a weird thing. You but, felt too um, locked in yes yeah i i felt like it was i was too locked in That's like fair. i definitely couldn't be one of those players i mean unless like i was a like if i was a guitar player who was in a big act and like all of our songs were like supposed to sound the same every week like i could understand and give into that but if i don't have to i don't want to you know that's fair that's fair but yeah yeah anything uh new with you sir so i did something this weekend uh -huh. um that is fairly new for me um i had to get over stage fright for the first time in a long long time i saw a picture of you doing acoustic yeah well, I, um, I i was that was pretty you were pretty uh out there in the open did you sing yeah i saw a mic yeah i sang in public for the first time since college wow that that's had, nerve wracking had, it had my stomach in knots yeah definitely um i mean i've never heard you sing and uh like i just i could imagine i i get nervous and i've sang quite a bit in front of people mm -hmm. and, I, but, I i got thrown on it um 
So I, I got a text, I don't know, a couple weeks ago from our tech director at my church. Just says, hey, I'm planning a Good Friday service. It's the first one we've done in a while. Going to be real low key and loose. Uh, so can you just, you know, it, it was a group text. And so he's like, can you guys participate? We need just, you know, simple instrumentation. We'll just acoustic piano and singing. And I went, sure. You know, happy to because I took Easter off because I didn't want to play four church services in a morning. That's just thank you, Ian, for taking that bullet because that was a long <laughs> day for him. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, I said I do that service. So it was, you know, some classic songs and stuff like we I didn't even know the keys until I got there. Like, oh, wow. I never got music. <laughs> we, I just kind of figured it out by playing along with the guy on the keys yeah but yeah i get there and they're like yeah so so first off i get there and the mic is set for seven feet up in the air <laughs> seven and a half feet up in the air uh, at scott, least they scott. like had an idea they were just like <laughs> like put up as high as you can reach and that's me about right where scott needs it well and then they're like one of the pastors was just like uh, you want a stool to sit on or something like that because i am so much the 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 woman who sings her, her name's fabi she's like five four five five and so <laughs> um <laughs> This guy comes back with a stool that's like, I don't know, 12 inches, 18 inches or whatever. He's like, this is too low for you to sit on. I'm like, yeah, do you want to make Fabi stand on that? Oh, my gosh. Then we'd be the same height. But eventually, we all, we all sat on stools instead of standing to make it a little less awkward. Um, but yeah, I, I got a mic put in front of me, and I sang harmonies. And um, I don't know. Apparently, I'm going to have to do it again because I did an okay enough job. Which, but I just, I don't like singing that much in front of people. It's yeah. it's, it's a little too vulnerable for me. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. I, yeah, I completely, like it. So the only way that I can sing in front of people is I have to mentally, like, I guess I'm doing air quotes, like trick myself and just being like, oh. I'm just rehearsing and people are watching the rehearsal. You know what I mean? Because the oh, problem that's even is worse for me. I don't want people to see it when I'm not polished. I don't know. That perfectionist in me is like, so that's part of why I don't like singing is I'm not very, I'm not as controlled singing as I am like with a guitar. So like I can, yeah. I can wing it on stage now <laughs> playing guitar, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it happens and it, it's fine. Like I, I'm not flubbing like I used to and stuff like that with a guitar. Vocally, I'm not there at all yeah and then like what i know in my head so i i sang in choir in high school and stuff um and i sang tenor so like i i was singing up there and i don't have that range anymore and so there's also like i just don't know really where my notes are and because mm -hmm. i just don't sing that much and i drink a ton of coffee so like i've thrashed my voice over the years so i yeah it was yeah not feeling good but yeah got through it Got through it. Yeah, it's definitely, especially whenever like you've been a like an instrumentalist mm -hmm. for years, and um, so the hard part for me when I started like singing in front of people regularly at church was the the people I sang with were phenomenal, and that especially too. I mean like Fabi is a fantastic singer, especially whenever they're like, uh, "No, you're singing the wrong harmony," and you're like. What harmony? And they like sing it to you, and like that was always the hardest part for me was singing harmony and not not messing it up. Or the or actually, you know what? I'm really good. If you if you sing me my line, I can replicate it. Mm -hmm. Finding the harmony on my own is extremely tough for me. 
I feel like that's something I, I should just be working on while like practicing scales. But yeah. actually, I haven't really been practicing scales as much as I used to either because I'm just learning a song and putting the guitar away. But, I avoid um, scales in all aspects of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. At a certain point, you can't see one of those scales anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just hear a crunch and you're just like, yeah, it's a lot. And you just move on. Um, that thing should stop spinning by now. That's all I'm saying. It goes, dong. <laughs> I hop on it. It sounds like a NASCAR engine revving up. <laughs> no, that's, so that's something I did a few years ago, and it really helped my playing was um, just like singing along with scales. Um, so like when you're going through the da, 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 like just going through that and like internal, it helps you internalize what you're doing, your intervals and stuff like that. And so then you start, like when you start writing a solo or a phrase or something like that, you start singing it and then your, your, your air control, like your own limitations on breath and stuff actually help your guitar phrasing a lot. So that's, that's something I learned from. I think Dan and Mick over at that pedal show were doing. I think that's when Dan was like teaching his daughter how to play. No, it's yeah. Mick. Yeah, it was Dan teaching his daughter oh, to play. Okay. And they had to write a solo and something like that. Anyway, so that's okay. there. Now I might have to sing at church more often. I'm not looking forward to it. All right. Well, sucks for you. All right, let's talk about some gear news. This. All right. So there's the first thing on this. Scott said he wanted me to wait to open until we were on air because he says I'm going to want it. All right, so J Rocket announces the El Hombre. Let's see. It'll get you to rock, ready to rock all night long. Yeah, it's based on the tones of your fa- one of your favorite names, Billy F. Gibbons, um, playing on Trace Hombres and Fandango's albums. Okay. I like the artwork. Yeah, it's J Rocket, so you know it's going to be good. You know, one of the things the they, they point out here is. This is the first J Rocket pedal in like a year and change. It's been a while since they've come out with anything new. They've they've really been riding on the Archer like that's probably it's been I mean like riding it like it's been keeping well, them busy. I mean, the the Archer took them to a new level. I mean they yeah. they've been around for ages, but like that kind of the Archer oh, yeah. and they did the Archer Icon, which ha- allegedly has the magic diodes, um, and then right. um, they did the Archer What's Clean, the... which. They yeah, beat what's the... the KTR clean to market on that one? So <laughs> they beat the KTR to market too. Um, what's the uh, what's the one pedal they have that has the slider knobs? It's the uh, they have a couple. Like it's hard... They have a couple. So well, there's the Rockaway Archer. Um, okay, there's the Rockaway. Melody. So yeah, that was okay. uh, was it Steve Stevens? Steve Stevens. Yep, that was Did his signature because it has so... the. Yeah, yeah, it has the uh, the little uh, toy gun on the front. Are yeah. there like the the ray gun but they did the so that's on that's on a clon circuit where you, they, you can basically dial out the mid boost using the that eq uh scoop the mids and they also did that with a tube screamer circuit with um mark ledieri's um i think that one's called the melody or something like that i had one briefly really yeah well i bought it because ian wanted it and then he um, tried it and immediately went, no i don't want it so i'm like all right great now i gotta sell it um i think i broke even. it was fine um but yeah um so how much does this command probably about 200 bucks 
I would assume it's like two twenty nine. It doesn't have a price on it right now. All right. Well, um, artwork is gorgeous. I love the. It, it's got kind of a what's a the Mexican Day of the Dead Day thing? of the Dead thing? Yeah. Yeah. What is that called? Um, Dio de las Muertes or something like that. That sounds about right. Again, we we, we touched on in our pre episode. I'm not a Spanish speaker. Uh, and my last name's Diaz, and I failed Spanish for four years. So I took. I know fr- Dio I is dead. So like. I didn't even try. Um, Dio de los Muertos. Yeah, I was right. There you go. <laughs> so you got gain volume and a bite control. This, yeah. it, it really, the artwork on it's really gorgeous. It's, oh, the knobs like blend in pretty well. It does. Like I lost track of the bite knob. Yeah. Well, sorry. Good on you, Jay. J Rocket. Yeah, it'll be a good pedal. Uh check it out. If you're after that ZZ Top sound, that might be the thing for you. Very true. All right. Well, Cattle and Bread released a new overdrive pedal as well. The tribute. This is not the greatest pedal in the world. It's just a tribute. Yeah. Um I the I'm not a fan of the artwork on this one. No. I like I uh, just it's very Viking. Yeah, I don't know how to explain how it makes me feel. I kind of I don't know. It. I don't know. Yeah, I can like, I get it. Like I, I, I just I don't know if I'd like it on a pedal I owned. That's fair. That's fair. So it's interesting is they claim this is the overdrive <laughs> pedal for every guitar player, and there's a lot of EQ control in it, which. Makes me think, yes, a lot of people will be able to dial it into a sound they like, but will they be able to, like, how quickly will they do that? Because, you know, like a lot of us just like plug in a pedal, set it to noon and be like, all right, this is the sound, you know? Uh, so I'm guessing this is kind of a clon circuit. No. Well, it's so it has a charge pump in it. Also, the thing that this is the statement and this feels like something that a clon would say. Mm-hmm. I originally built the rough draft of this pedal for my dear friend Tom Keithley years ago. As good as it was, it wasn't perfect. When it came time to design the tribute, I thought, we have so many pedals that sound like other amps, but what about your amp? So it's just like... I don't know. Is it just doing a transparent thing? Well, again, it's super variable EQ on this thing, so it is one of those like it can go all over the place. So maybe, yeah, it sounds like a certain app at some point, but you can dial it in all sorts of different directions. Or was he implying that he's trying to get you just sound like your amp, but with breakup? Yeah. Transparent. Maybe. I mean, that's, that's probably the way one I of took the modes. That. I mean, that's what I think transparent overdrive sound like in general. Yeah. It's more of your amp, generally what you're doing. Um, what's interesting is the EQ knob has three logos on it. So 1.4 yeah. kilohertz, 440 hertz, and then 70 hertz. So I am just counting down the time until you see some idiot online talking about, yeah, you know, I don't like it at 440 hertz. I like it at 432, which is yeah. what everyone always says we should. There's always some guy who's like, oh, yeah, that's what we should, should really be tuning to because yeah. that's what is most in tune with the buddies. Yeah. And then they show like x ray scans of a head showing resonance, which is not what that is. Um, so there's that. But it is yeah. kind of weird. You don't often see 440 as as a 
as a frequency center because like 500 hertz is normally the octave band center frequency so that's just kind of a weird spot kind of yeah. a weird spot even though it's when a is two and two anyway uh do we say the price on that it was 179 very affordable yeah oops sorry right right around like middle of the road for boutique overdrives yeah so check it out if that's something you're looking for if if it's not then don't check it out again or you can still check it it's out. got 12 db of boost and cut and it's eq circuit it's a really powerful eq yeah. so i bet you can do some pretty gnarly stuff with it there's a i watched a little bit of the j leonard j um demo on it um but like he was every time i kind of like tried to hop ahead he kept talking so i didn't get to hear a lot of the playing in my kind of skip of it stop talking jay leonard jay and play guitar yep you know actually he, while man... we're talking about caitlin bread though um former is it caitlin, caitlin bread or catalan bread uh i think we've had this discussion before and we came up inconclusive so I'm i gonna, still think it's catalan i'm going to keep saying one of each and see what happens Catalan okay. bread, when I look at it, looks more right. But I just, in my head, when I start to talk, I say Catlin bread if I'm not looking at it. Which is probably a mistake. So it probably is Catalan bread. However, okay. it's a weird name that I don't know the meaning of. So there's that. Well, speaking of weird. And so, speaking yeah. of Catalan bread. Yeah, so um, a former... Cattle and bread guy, uh, Howard Gee has launched his own new pedal company called Kitty Caster FX. I like that name. Um, <laughs> and so he's coming out with two new pedals. So the first one is the Trem Driver, and the other one is the Groovy Wizard Fuzz Driver. Um, so the Trem Driver is a JFET preamp circuit with a harmonic tremolo. Tyler, shut up. Which has a charge booster, so the tremolo is running at 24 volts um and then the uh fuzz driver is touted as an ultra dynamic touch sensitive fuzz pedal yeah the artwork is kind of it's very throwback 60s 70s i get uh electroharmonics vibes from it yeah i didn't want to say it but like like <sighs> cooler than electroharmonics though like electroharmonics is very like it's pretty much like if Austin Powers and Electroharmonics made a pedal together. Mm, groovy baby. Groovy baby. Do you remember when everyone was walking around saying stupid shit like that? I feel like Austin Powers is starting to have a comeback. Really? Yeah, I, I it seems to be coming up a lot more in conversation or like I'm seeing it in the zeitgeist again. I don't think I should have watched uh, Austin Powers at the age I did. I did not understand some of the jokes as oh, young as I yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Yep yeah you know and it's i start to understand why people my age are like super protective of their kids because they're watching this and they're like what the fuck was i watching i'm not letting my kids watch this type of stuff yeah but there's so much more kids content at the same time now yeah like you can give Damn. your kids disney plus and not see them for three years and they won't come up until the backside seeing everything yet so yeah yeah and if I know anything, kids want to watch the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I can't say anything. I'm watching the West Wing again. <laughs> but listen, though, for real, though, I, I mean, slept I, I, on I, Entourage. I, I'm, I'm starting stuck. to watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia again. 
I got I, sucked into Entourage like horribly bad. How far are you? Uh, season five. Wow. Yeah. You I just mean, started. Just, You're going hard at that. Dude, like when 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 Elise said she was going out of town, she's like, I'm going out of town for a week. I'm like, fucking Entourage, what's up? Like Entourage. She was, Entourage. No, like literally, like yesterday she swung by on her way out of town. And she's like, I gotta leave it. Like, I gotta be here at 4 30. And I was, it was like 4 15. I'm like, all right, get out. It's time for Entourage. She's like, oh no, I changed it to 5 30. I'm like, but Entourage. It's funny because like the main character that that show or like who's supposed to be the star is like yeah. the least interesting person in the entire show yeah it's like i mean it's kind of like the west wing where it was based it's not about the the it's like it's not about the president in the west wing it's not about vince and entourage it's about the people around him yeah but at the same time like i want jed bartlett to be president <laughs> oh know, yeah like, but well, and that's do what, i want to live in a world where Vinny chase is like the biggest star no i'm good so the the cool thing I got I get about Entourage is because um the reason why I watched Entourage was because I found out it was, you know, loosely based on things that happened in Mark Wahlberg's life. And um and that I thought that was really cool because I started watching like Wahlburgers and I saw Johnny Drama, the real Johnny Drama. Mm-hmm. And like and I and so now I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And like kind of be able to relate to it through that. And but it's I I love the show. It's a uh, there's a lot of stuff that's very of its time in that show. That's been really fun for me in a nostalgic way though. Like like whenever they're talking about the hip new thing. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, that shit's so old. It's like it's like sidekick phones. Oh my gosh, they haven't even made it the sidekick phones oh, yet. Okay. They're still they're still using flip phones everywhere. Yeah, there's that. But oh, actually, oh, I'm, what's also funny though is like the Aston Martin still looks fantastic. Yeah. I still love so, that era of Aston Martin yeah that was great so i'm at the part where ari uh turned down the uh studio head job oh yeah went to dana went to dana yeah that's exactly where i'm at so i don't know what happens because he's supposed to be or he just started recording the smoke rings movie smoke jumpers yeah smoke jumpers that's it I'm, I'm like resisting how much I've, I've seen the show multiple times at this point. Cause like I haven't, like, when, but when been... I was in college, that was one of the shows that was like, it was still going at the time, oh, but that was like back in the era of everyone buying DVDs of shows. Yeah. And I lived in a fraternity house. So like a bunch of guys, like you just borrow a bunch of guys who had C- DVDs of different shows. Right. Um, so like, I remember like watching the first couple seasons of lost all in like a weekend because someone had the DVDs for that. I can't get into what I can't watch lost the first season of lost. If you, if you binge it is really good. Yeah, I don't, it just, it loses its focus. I think it's just because I've heard so many people talk about how disappointing it was at the end. See, I feel like that's Game of Thrones is the same way. Like, how are you going to get somebody into Game of Thrones at this point? Because we all hated the ending so much. So I did watch Game of Thrones after the ending where people got mad. Mm. So it it's more like that one, though, was like everyone was like pretty much like everything's great. But the last season, I'm like, OK. And I started watching it and I got sucked in. And I'm sure that would happen with Lost, but uh, I just I can't do it. You know what I can't do? What's that? Buy one of Zvex's new Ukrainian flag fuzzes fuzz factories because they're already sold out. They're already sold out, but they made ten of these, um, and oh, the, wow. the proceeds of them went to World Central Kitchen, which is also one of the charities Doug Cowers always pushing. 
Um, yep. When he does his fundraisers, he really likes that charity. So it's a good one. Um, it's a Ukrainian flag. It has a bunch of knobs. It has two switches on it. So it has a Well, tone. it's not just a Ukrainian flag. The bottom looks like a field. So that's what the Ukrainian flag is supposed to look like. Oh, is it? I thought it was just usually flags or just colors. I, like, well. That's, that's what the symbols are supposed to mean. Okay. Uh, so it's like a yellow. blue sky over a golden field? Yep. Okay. Um, so now, you know, now, you know, um, so these were selling for about 500 bucks each and sold out immediately cause it's ZVEX and they yeah. can, they can do that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if we need to talk any more in detail since none of us can ever buy this, but he used some rare transistors in the thing. Um, he had a Lexon window that actually lets you see the transistor in action. Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah that's that um actually oh. when you think about it uh, if they added a filter control to a, f a fuzz factory that's kind of like what some other famous fuzz factory that sold out kind of did a similar trick too right um so yeah who knows maybe we'll see the circuit out in the wild in a, in a more um attainable um oh. fashion do you just look at the next thing yeah all right, go for it. All right, Fender celebrates. Wait, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Fender celebrates sixty years of the Jaguar with two limited edition models. All right. First of all, I'm not a Jaguar fan. These look. Do gorgeous. you like offsets at all? I'm not a huge offset fan. Okay. Um, it's just really been one of those things that uh, usually they. I feel like their bodies are really big. Yes, they yeah. are objectively. And and I don't like big body guitars on me. Really. So, yeah because you're a big guy like me i like big body guitars i i feel like it makes me look bigger because they're so big uh, so i don't you, feel like you, it proportions you, well you see me with a normal size guitar and it looks tiny so there's that which i'd rather i'd rather that okay i'd rather the guitar look small on me okay i'm used to things looking small on me so well that's because some of those things are small um <laughs> Oh my God. let that just sit for a minute <laughs> let it fester let it fester um but all right so uh here's the question I, I didn't go any farther i saw the picture of three guitars and it says there's two limited edition models so i'm guessing one has two different colors yes it does so there's the 60th 60th anniversary jaguar which is one mm -hmm. you're seeing on the left there um available blah, 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 in mystic dakota red and lake placid yes. blue at 2500 dollars. which both of those colors are gorgeous with that yeah it's got that torque guard on it um oh, yeah. alder body nitro lacquer c-shape 60s c-shaped neck 22 frets um block inlays block inlays has the matching cut strangle switch um six saddle adjustable bridges the um, matching headstock yep which i feel like every i feel like every jaguar should have matching headstock there, there's something about especially offsets of that era that's that is yeah. the right era to have the matching headstock um, especially whenever there are colors that aren't uh super common they're bold colors mm -hmm. look fantastic or even even kind of like a shell pink um something that's not like your typical actually Actually, you know what? Just all the time. I take I take it back always. Yeah. Um, and then there's also now the 60th anniversary American Ultra Lux Jaguar, which is a humbucker, uh, dual humbucker setup. Um, 
I, that's dot inlays. That's a negative. That's a negative. They can nope. you can tap the humbuckers. Um, tusk nut. It's a hard tail. Yeah, I don't like that either. With a string through body. At least it's a string through. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's string through and not like stop tail. Because otherwise you'd have a ton of just open space. Like yeah. That's the thing with like offsets. When you put a strap bridge on them, I think they look funny. Because you have yep. so much empty space on them. Yeah. Uh, and that comes in also at about 2500 bucks. Both of these come I, with hard shell cases as well. I feel like they should have block inlays. Yeah. I feel like I'd, I'd be more inclined for the hardtail with block inlays. I don't know, but I feel like if I'm getting a Jaguar, I need the trim system. I mean, a lot of people don't get along with that trim system, so. Yeah. What if you just don't use the trim system? The arm comes out, right? The arm can come out, and you can lock. On, on the fender ones, there's a locking mechanism that keeps them from being able to be pulled up. You can't okay. pull them sharp. They can only go flat when the lock is in place. And right. that, that's so like if you break a string or whatever, if you dial that in the right way, it stay, keeps all your other strings in tune. That's a, because that's a big issue because that's a tension sense system, right? It's a floating system otherwise. So like same thing yeah. with like how a Bigsby, if you have a properly set up um, strap bridge, I say properly as if I, any of my strats are set up that way. None of them are. But um, if you don't hardtail out your strap bridge, you know, it'll be floating that's also yeah. an equilibrium tension kind of thing so which i have mine floating my prs it's, is it's a floater that's the only yeah my my strats and my silver sky are all hard tailed well i love the colors on this yeah. on the 60 on the the two on the left the, you know what, you know what colors color i love i see your true colors shining all right go ahead sorry orange has announced um the new u.s designed mk ultra signature for marcus king it's very interesting i usually i don't usually associate orange amps with blues no what's interesting is this has an american voicing on it so it is um 12 ax7s into a 6l6 power amplifier for 30 that's i'll give it to orange curveball right there it's a curveball it's not what i would expected um it also has um there is some uk settings in there too to get some more of that brit sound in it but um yeah i'm i'm really curious how this guitar feels or this amp feels so (laughs) i've never been a huge fan of orange amps um is it the sound or the aesthetic or is it availability like what what's kept you away from it's usually the sound okay um i honestly i feel like it's kind of the same with with uh sure amps so sure amps i had a bad encounter with a badger um oh, sewer okay i'm oh, sorry sewer i sure. was like sorry. Did sure yeah. ever, i, I, I sorry. remember sure make, made speakers for a little while for sewer like the, the, there's like the sure vocal master but yeah anyway. yeah no sorry um and then uh so orange amps my buddy blake had one and he brought it to rehearsal one time he's like man this thing sounds amazing i played it and i was like i don't know but but he made it sound good but i didn't so i I don't know and uh also whenever um daniel shields brought his orange amp to the podcast house one year for summer nam i don't remember it ever turning on the entire time we were there uh i went to his bedroom with him 
I see. And we and we played it in there. I see. You weren't invited. I'm good with that. <laughs> um, still one of the best ways to tell everyone to shut the F up ever. Most calm collective man. Yeah, guys, uh, it's past 10 o'clock. Um, you're going to have to turn that off now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That house is the reason why we have a no amps in the house rule now. <laughs> yeah, or or silent. Like, keep it, keep it down. Yeah. Um, well, or yeah. more often why we now try to get places with multiple levels where the bedrooms are on a different floor than the main room. Yeah, no tube amps for sure. Oh my gosh! Because you had, didn't you bring your amp? I had my super there. You had your super, and then uh, Clifton freaking, had his um, had the living, living tone. tone. Yeah, didn't he have another one too? Didn't think, he bring two amps? I think Chris brought something. I brought my Kemper. Yeah, and I remember you trying to like profile with the Kemper, oh and like just could not figure it, it out. It, it would well, it was it was just acting up. Like yeah. I'd profiled before. I had a profile of my Excelsior that was phenomenal. I loved it. And but yeah, I need to profile um, some of my stuff because I've been thinking about selling my Kemper to somebody I know. So there's that. Not to me. No. Um, somebody it, at my church. Ian? No. Another guy. Um, there's more than um, just two guitar players at my church. There's a bunch of us. Okay. Um, How much is this running? All right, sorry, we got distracted. Is there a price uh, on it yet? Did I see like 2,500 pounds? Yeah. It's about right. So what about 2750 American? Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. It's, 2800? It's, usually orange amps are more affordable in the UK. So yeah. um yeah, three sometimes grand. it's like yeah, mm. like it could be 3 grand. MK Ultra. Also <sighs> annoying people on the internet, MK Ultra. Oh gosh. What? I it's apparently it was like a CIA experiment with like mind control. What? Yeah, so that's like part of like the whenever you talk to conspiracy theorists. There's also people. a band. Yeah, I mean like it's it's a popular name at this time, up at this point. I'm still not seeing a price tag uh in freedom dollars. Oh, um oh, oh, oops, sweetwater. Here we go. Twenty one fifty for the head. Three no, oh, no that's our no no, sorry, no it's that's three thousand three hundred for the head. Oh F me in yeah. the booty hole no. There's only three left in stock as of recording here at Sweetwater, so go get on that. Yeah, um, a negative ghost. Or wait till they do their forty-eight month financing. Is that just the head? That's not the cabinet that's too. Just the head. Oh, you know your uh, your price per knob ratio here. Oh is my not gosh, great how many? There's only three knobs on this thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's eleven hundred dollars a knob. Yeah. Oh my. Wait, wait. What if does does Philip know about this? Hold on. <laughs> I'm just gonna message him. I'm gonna say, Philip, do you know about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? All right. Let's. Sorry. <sighs> Keep talking so I can do this. <laughs> Gosh, All dang right. it! So you're like listening to me send it. You're like, what is he gonna say? No, I just love messing with him. Um. So while we're in the signature amps, um, Joe Bonamassa has leaked that they're doing a signature. Fender 48 Dual Professional JB Edition Amp. That's too long of a name. That was that's the name. Yeah. So it's based on the his vintage 1948 Dual Professional combo, oh which has a nice little 
thing down the middle of it to show it. So he, if you go to his Instagram, he's got a video there. Um, allegedly, they've been working on this for two and a half years. Um, they say it's supposed to be pretty faithful to the... Remember it back in the day, this used to be like, if you brought an amp, that was your PA. So there's both an instrument and yeah. a mic channel on it. Yeah. Um, That's like, um, I mean, my uh, uh, my Excelsior has a accordion, mic, and guitar input. Yeah. So you got that. Um, not sure how they're going to sell this because I know he did his... Um, uh he did a he did was it a hot rod deluxe or he did like a twin signature he, um, yeah the thing is is it's always like he sold it direct if, through his website last time oh i'm surprised they didn't do it on pbs sorry no it's just his concert dvds that truly a joy for anyone in your family who's into guitar um all right. You can get it now with your Esteban guitar. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit of this week in Harley Benton. Harley Benton. Yes. That was good. They're, they got J bases and JP bases coming in at under 300 bucks. I feel, I wish they'd get more, they get a distributor in the US. It's such a prime opportunity. Like they would be killing it i this is what rift city music should be doing now if, if they were still going why yeah. why i think about them but yeah or i mean it would be cool if like a those Chicago horns music are ugly on these guitars or, though or a sweetwater started carrying these where like sweetwater had exclusive on this it needs to be somebody like that where like there is no real retail presence they're just like slinging them out there this has a pretty extreme horn on it I don't really like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like it. It is bad. Um, Philip Carter is not going to be getting one of those amps, the Marcus King. Okay. I said, damn, I lost a bet. <laughs> I mean, I would have sworn he would have gotten one. He, he's going to listen to this. He's, he's fully in the two rock Kool Aid at this point. Sip, sip, sip. Don't blame stirp, him. Stirp, but stirp. That's where he's at. Um, and then what if, he, got... what if he gets three? What if he gets three rocks? Hmm. Then he needs to see a doctor. Hmm. Oh, yeah, shake it once. That's fine. Um. Okay. So while we're actually on the topic of Toman, um, this is not really true new gear news, but there's a cool thing going on. Um, Toman is doing a DIY kit challenge for 22, where you could win up to 500 euros worth of gear. <laughs> so if you have a Harley Benton DIY kit you can assemble it, you know, and submit it for coolest one. So it's kind of, I, I, I wouldn't say it's like what 60 cycle hum did with their, um, yeah, the mod, mod contest. contest. That's what exactly what I was thinking of. Whenever I, you started talking I about did it. a kit guitar and I submitted it for that contest. If you remember way back in the day, but it wasn't, it wasn't a Harley Benton kit. Was it? No, it was a, um, oh, so close. Oh, uh, whatever the guy from guns and guitars builds. I don't know. Fret wire. Does that sound right? Oh, it's my Gretsch thing that's hanging on the wall behind me. Um, but yeah, that's out there. So that's a fun thing you can do. You can go find a, you have until like mid-June. So you got some time. I guess if you're painting, you kind of got to start now because that, you know, guitar paints take a while. But yeah, it's a cool opportunity to 
do something for fun, share it, be involved. I like that they're doing this. Um, it's a fun way to do it. So there you go. Um, should we get into our last little topic news ish rumor? What the hell's going on thing? Yeah. So, uh, Digitech has not, has kind of been on life support for a while. If you can even call it that they've been practically, um, I don't know if they've still been producing stuff or just going through stock, but yeah, they've been, uh, getting rid of stuff pretty fast. And, yeah, they, they, uh, they've been like, Oh, this is now down. in stock and here's a deal on it. And that like fire sales through what their direct sales, um, they haven't really been in stores for a while. Um, their entire staff has been famously laid off. Same with Digitech, um, Digitech and DOD, um, mm-hmm. right around the same time. I mean, it basically happened when Samsung came in and bought Harman, which I still makes no sense to me, but I guess you're starting to finally see, like when, when you think of Samsung, they're a massive like electronics producer. So like having, but they never had professional loudspeakers. Um, okay. So. Sorry, let me back up here. Harman was a conglomerate, had JBL, AKG, um, DBX. I think Soundcraft was under that header, Digitech, DOD. So, like, there are a lot of brands under the Harman logo. Um, yeah. And so, being acquired by Samsung did increase their portfolio. But the first thing I expected was like every Galaxy phone was going to start being a JBL branded thing to help, like, because like I, it was around yeah. a similar time that use Apple your own Beats. stuff and you can upsell it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it hasn't really been there. I, I saw something recently. I think it was AKG branded something from Samsung or some Android phone well, that had an AKG branding on it. Well, that was like that was like so. At one point, I had Samsung. Uh, this so this is probably about six seven years ago. Well, about seven years ago, I had like one of the um, the things that go around your neck, the, the like Bluetooth. F- phones but they like went go around your neck oh the horse collar ones yeah it was the samsung and it had harman carmen speakers in it and like that was the thing oh yeah there's there's your natural thing i know yeah. yeah i've seen like dell or hp i have a i have an hp laptop for work that has like i think jbl it might be jbl Pr- pretty or, sure hp it, and like jbl going or it might be bowers and wilkins i'm not I, it has some type of like famous speaker brand um associated with but it's still a stupid laptop speaker it doesn't sound that good yeah um like it's a work computer i'm not using the speakers on it on it anyway but anyway um anyway so yeah uh but as of like this week or last week like those sales stopped there's no nothing in stock so yep. this might be the last of it is what people are saying who knows all right so uh funny story so i'm I'm chatting with philip carter and uh he is totally sipping the two rock kool-aid because he said no the only amp i have in my future is a signature i was like oh the job mayor two rock he goes no he's like i pretty much have that that's the traditional clean he goes but it's the joe the two rock joey landreth <laughs> is it the signature yeah, I, I'm, I'll get a well actually if I talk about anything too rock. Um, they're great amps. I've I've never played one in person. Well, I've never played one. Period. I love how I'm like in person. Like I I played one of my dreams once, but never like in actual real I, life. I've played captures and profiles of them. 
Okay, yeah, I've played profiles of them, so therefore, yeah. But I mean, uh, they're they've always sounded great. Um, yeah, I mean, they're kind of the next generation of like the boutique amp world. Yeah. Sort of the legacy of Dumble. I mean, they they get compared to Dumbles a lot. So, Kylo. Oh my gosh. Oh, I said Dumble, and Kylo just goes off. Kylo, get your butt. Come, oh, hey. When, when you, there's, they're not even there. We're you're not doing anything. You're barking at the Christmas tree that I haven't put up yet. Because well, soon enough, it's, Christmas it's will be closer than it is farther away, and I'm, that's what I'm that's what I'm waiting for. I'm no longer late. I'm just are, ahead are, of the game. Are you game. just so bad at procrastinating that you just start planning on it around April and like, yeah, I'll get around to it. So by December, it will finally be up. Well, I don't have many people over. And, um, it's just, I've got a small apartment and like putting it up is just a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, who cares? It's just off in the corner. No one's, no one's mentioned it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a Christmas tree, so no judgment here. Yeah. I, I, I had one once. <laughs> well, I've got Kylo and he needs presents under the Christmas tree. Oh, he knows, doesn't he? Yeah, he's staring at me right now. Where's yeah. my presents, bro? What a, what an entitled little dog. He really is a puppy. He's a baby. Oh, he's a baby. Oh, he just came over. He's there is not a some... bunch of babies. Who? Our patrons who supported the <gasps> show. Yeah, thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. That's all I got. That was my supportiveness for the day. I was trying to help I'm you done. exit the episode. You just killed I, it. Oh yeah. How does it? How does it feel? We're like I'm like for the fifth time. I'm like yeah. No. All right. No. But big shout out to our patrons who supported this episode. I go to www. www, www just go to patreon.com slash the loop. The presidential go, library. Okay. Stop here. Teachery. Oh gosh. Uh, Listen here, Shadam. Uh, you got to understand with the strategy of the situation. Um, Your W is actually uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, 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 hold on one second. Dick, come here. Got to oh. stop tear. Oh, no, dude. But I, <laughs> dude, I was listening to, so I've been, I, I was catching up on the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. Yeah. And they went into their Bill Clinton impressions, and they're, they're too good at it. Oh, gosh. It was too funny. I, I used to, I, can't, I don't know if I can do Bill that well. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. It's not that good. It's not as good as my W. It's better than mine. Yeah. So that's actually one thing I used to be pretty good at is voices because I was good at I was always I was always just imitating people. The, oh my gosh, the one I got my mom, my mom literally pissed herself one time because I did an Indian accent. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was Don't. it was i'm not doing it because it is culturally insensitive um it was it was a robin williams skit and so i was, I was doing robin williams doing an indian guy and, that, that uh, doesn't make it any better or worse no, i'm not no i'm not i'm just saying i mean i was like i was like 14 and we did it right outside of this gas station as soon as we walked in <laughs> there was an indian guy working the counter and i go up right behind my mom and i said something right in her ear pissed herself like i mean she's had three kids she's got i mean it happens um we'll blame it on that but anywho 
uh yeah if you want to hear other great stories like that you get the episodes early you can talk about it with all your f- cool friends um that are supporters and you can be like oh yeah the other people don't know about this all the other six listeners um or you also get like where we've been recording our pre-apps and you can download those if you're a patreon supporter um you actually get your own feed when you sign up for patreon that gets you all that downloaded right into your podcaster you don't even have to podcatcher you don't even have to like log into anything it's a question do you offer like technical support for people who don't know how to do that no. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. In our chat group, which you also can get in on if you join at the five dollar level. Can I add it to the like my just my like the Apple Podcast app? If you start becoming a patron of your of our show, yes, you can because you'll get your own feed for it. I feel like I should be able to get that feed for free. I feel like I should be able to get that feed for free too, but I don't get. I haven't figured out how to set that up to double check. <laughs> oh, okay, right. that's what it is. You haven't figured out how to set it up for people who aren't Patreon. Yeah, but there's support. other stuff I've already figured out how to set up that you need to get done. So, damn, what shade are you throwing about? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm so confused. Loop back? Yeah. Oh, okay. Salty. All right. I go to the effectsleep.com. It has that's links DS to all of our- acknowledging that he's in the wrong. However, at the same time, he won't publicly admit it. I don't know what the fuck a loopback is in the first place, nor do I know how to set it up. You're lucky I know how to log on to this stuff it, half it's, the time. It, it's like, man, what if Scott just like at multiple occasions has sent, sent you step-by-step instructions of how to do it? Not when I was ready for it. You sent it when I was in the middle of working and having a freaking Oh, man, like, that, that really sucks. Panic attack like, day. Too bad there's not like just, you know, a written record that's kept from those messages and the opportunity just to contact me at any beck and call to be like, hey, am I doing this right? You know, if only you had those oh, things. Hey. Did you see that the Batman's on HBO Max? Yeah, I need to watch it. Yeah. That might be okay. what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> All right. I still think we should just order some wings. <laughs> I've just I'm been hungry. I had that buffalo chicken pizza. And I had oh. leftovers that for like two days. So I'm like, I just don't want any more spicy food right now. But for real, can we schedule a wings and wings? I told you. One more patron. The next right, patron someone, we get at the $5 someone level. join our fucking Patreon so we can order some wings and watch the West Wing. And you guys pay for it. <laughs> the dream. The dream. Yeah. I want to eat I mean, wings <laughs> on someone else's dime. Should we just count my sister as a patron at this point since we're using her HBO password? <laughs> Does that count towards us getting another Patreon <laughs> no. we can order wings? No. Oh, damn it! Then no, it doesn't count. <laughs> she's a port- She's just she's she's a silent silent partner. She's a- <laughs> so silent she has no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just I just I need to get HBO Max so I can know where I'm at on my shows. <laughs> I still can't believe I forgot that I totally missed out on the last episode of Cur- last uh, season of Curb Your Enthusiasm because you watched it. I was like, oh, I've already <laughs> seen that. I was like six fucking months, dude. Not <laughs> six months. I sat there just like, man, I see all this stuff about new Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't see it. Actually, <laughs> I, was like, which, I think Barry's coming out soon, isn't it? what don't worry about it it's a show i watch on hbo 
Oh, is it about Bakamama? It's Bill Hader's show. Oh, I've heard this pretty good. It's fantastic. I like Bill Hader. Me too. Is he? Is it? Is it? Is it comedy series? Is it where he's it's not? It's not where comedy. he's a stand-up comedian, is it? No. So he's a like PTSD-ridden contract killer. Oh fuck! Who d- discovers that he falls in love and decides he wants to be an actor, but he's no good at it. I feel like that story is. You know what that reminds me of? And Henry Have Winkler's you... in it. Is his like acting coach? Have you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Uh, it's been a while. Yes. Yeah, kind of reminds me of that. While well, he was Robert Downey Jr. was a criminal. Yep. Who becomes an actor? Yeah, I remember. Or, that. And then and then people die. Isn't that one based around Christmas time too? That's Shane Black, right? Wait, what? The director Shane Black. I don't. Uh, it does happen around. There is Christmas reference on it. Yeah, because like all Shane yeah. Black's movies happen around Christmas. Oh, like, that's a recurring theme in all his stuff. So like. Uh, Iron Man 3 is happening around Christmas. Um, Lethal Weapon? Predators? Last Action Hero? Oh. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is um, The Last Boy Scout. Are you are you reading a list of Shane Black Lethal, movies right now? Yep, Lethal Weapon 4, Lethal Weapon 3, also Lethal Weapon 2, surprise. Burn Hollywood Burn, Swing the State. Nice Guys. Any Day. As Good As It Gets. The Hunt for Red October. I feel like none of these are fun. like like it's random stuff that's like popping up. They made up. a it's RoboCop like... three. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> that's a real fucking thing. Twenty eighteen. That's a recent one too. It's a documentary. Yeah, the impact of the film, The Monster Squad, on its fans, cast, and crew. All right. Okie dokie. All right. The search of the last action heroes. So he did all of the lethal weapons. Yeah. Lethal oh. Weapon 4 was fantastic too, by the way. I don't think I've seen any of them. Uh they're good. They're really good, in my opinion. Last action hero, last boy scout. There's a whole lot of lasts going on here. Yep. Yeah. All right. You know what else this should be the last of? Our tangents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, if you're still listening, fucking why? <laughs> like, at some point, you should have just shut off and been like, "This is going nowhere." Most people just like listening to us talk. I mean, I I hate to say it, we have a podcast now that has two hundred some episodes. Maybe people do like listening to us talk. Why? It's been a lonely couple of years, man. You know what? I got the best thing that ever happened to us. The damn pan- pandemic. I still, the best meme about podcasts is that kid sitting in front of that poster of kids eating breakfast and he's got a bowl of cereal. He's like pretending like he's part of the table. That's probably the best description of what a podcast feels like some days. Yeah. That's one thing I, I do enjoy about podcasts is like listening and feeling like you're like sitting there with your friends. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Um, remember to clean up after you're done with your breakfast. Uh, put your dishes up. Uh, make sure you don't just put the old cereal in the sink. Scrape it out, please. If not, it dries and it's a pain in the ass to clean. Have a good day at school. Bye. Bye.
That is the weirdest ending we've ever had. Yeah. That's okay, man.